Star Wars 7x7, episode 656. Today we continue our look at Before the Awakening, the collection of stories by Greg Rucka that tells the bits of the lives of Finn and Ray and Poe in particular, who we are talking about today, Poe Dameron, digging into the details of the story about him in Before the Awakening. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I don't know about you, but I'm still chuckling over the joke that Mark Hamill pulled about getting authorization from Ryan Johnson to show a trailer from Episode 8. And, of course, it turned out to be the trailer that he is sleeping in and staying in. So, yeah, wrong kind of trailer, Mark. Very funny. So he's looking for all sorts of opportunity. I read one thing that suggests that the fact that he's playing the Joker in the upcoming Killing Joke Batman adaptation is possibly getting to his head and that he's getting a little too jokey <laughs> with some people and maybe taking over his personality. So if so, it's kind of fun to see him letting loose a bit and enjoying his time back in the spotlight. So good on you, Mark, and thanks again for the fun. All right. Let's talk about Poe Dameron, shall we? Because this particular story in Before the Awakening is chock full of interesting details. And I'm at the point where I've decided that I'm going to start keeping track. And I know Wikipedia exists on this, but I haven't exactly seen anything that exists exactly what I'm thinking of or exactly like what I'm thinking of. But I'm thinking of keeping track of the events of the 30 years in between the Battle of Endor and The Force Awakens because they are spread out among numerous books and a couple of comic books and video game even. And yet there's there's a narrative that is in there that I'm desperately interested to discover. So I'm going to start keeping a little tighter track of things. And yeah, we'll probably publish that on the website in a little while, hopefully in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, here's what we can tell you about Poe Dameron's early life. Let's start there. First of all, he was born two years before the Battle of Endor, and his parents mustered out of the rebellion six months after the Battle of Endor. So he was two and a half years old when they mustered out. That was Lieutenant Shara Bay and her uh, husband, Lieutenant Kess Dameron. Shara had been an A-Wing pilot at the Battle of Endor, and of course, prior to an after that as well. And Kess Dameron had been part of the Pathfinders, which were the commandos that were on the surface on Endor that were attacking the shield generator bunker. Now, when they mustered out, they settled, set down roots on Yavin 4, of all places. They became colonists there. And unfortunately, Charbet passed away when Poe was eight years old, so this would have been six years after the Battle of Endor, though we don't have any information yet on why she died. And the story tells about a conversation that Poe has with his father when he's nine years old. This is seven years after the Battle of Endor, where he asks his dad if he was ever scared. And his dad says, no, he was never scared, but sometimes he was afraid. And now he's particularly afraid that all the hard work was for nothing. Now, that ends up being a rather cryptic comment because there's no other information given about the state of the Republic at that point, which is seven years after the Battle of Endor. And the next part of the story jumps ahead to Poe being an adult and being part of the New Republic fleet and flying on patrols, watching out for piracy in the trade lanes and that sort of thing. 
and let's call this 29 years after the Battle of Endor, shall we? Because we're within, say, a year of the events of The Force Awakens, roughly speaking. And yeah, the New Republic is already ignoring signs of the First Order being active and seeming to have greater and better technology than anyone ever suspected or had ever been reported. And so this is 22 years after the conversation that a young Poe had with his dad. And it does look like some of the things that his dad was concerned about may be coming true. And I don't know whether to say finally or if it's just been a long time coming, if it's one of those situations where the frog and the cold water and you gradually turn the heat up and he doesn't realize he's boiling until he's boiling. And Poe is actively thinking about this stuff. He's actually reflecting on the words of his father. And it's fair to say that that probably very well informs some of the decisions he makes in this particular story, including the decision to ignore the direct command of Major Lano Desso and going out to investigate the First Order situation, even though he was told specifically not to. And then couples seeing the Republic not doing anything about the First Order with then one of the heroes of the Rebellion coming to him and actually listening to him and his concerns and saying, hey, we could use you. And yeah, it was, of course, a given that he was going to just jump at that chance to actually do something and be a part of the solution rather than sit and let the problem grow worse and worse. But let's set a little bit more of the stage here right now. There's a Senate Intelligence Committee that says that the First Order reports are inconclusive at best and overstated at worst, that they are ill-organized, poorly equipped, and badly funded. And the most that Major Lon Odesso is going to give to Poe in their argument is that they're perhaps an emerging threat, but not necessarily an active threat at this point. And so, yeah, that kind of sets up the whole conflict here. And we'll get into more of the details with Poe's interaction with the Resistance in tomorrow's episode. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. Alright, welcome back and let's have a trivia question for you, shall we? Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you what Kylo Ren's first line in The Force Awakens is, and it's, Look how old you've become, speaking to Lorsan Tekka. Today's question, we're going to go on a first lines run here. What are Rey's first lines in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you give your droids to Jabba the Hutt, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a gift, it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.